Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This is My Bourbon Podcast. I am your host, Perry. With me this week, I got my two co-hosts, my two bestest friends. It's Eric and Swan sitting down with me. It's hard out here for a swan. It is hard out here. I don't fit in any bird baths. Well, you said something on the pregame chats that made me really worried about you, and I'm not going to even say the words. We probably so. shouldn't. You gotta, I mean, you got to go listen to it, and then you can call me out or cancel me or kill me or whatever you need to do. No, I just worry about <laughs> you. If that's really how it happens out there for swans, I'll honestly worry about you. The Especially progression, though, of call me out, cancel me, or kill me. I don't know. Some people get outraged. Whatever you know? fit, Yeah, whatever fits your method of... I made uh, an observation. <laughs> I'm just worried about you. We're That's always all. worried about each other. It's That's true. How it goes. Well, hey, if you were worried enough that uh, you needed to listen to a new podcast and you're here for the first time, thank you so much for being here. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, thank you so much for checking that out. If you are listening and you would rather watch on YouTube, you can head to YouTube.com slash This Is My Bourbon Podcast. There might be a C in between YouTube.com and like there like two slashes, like YouTube.com slash C slash This Is My Bourbon Podcast, like C's for channel. Really? I've seen that a few times recently. I don't know if that's true. I think if you just go to YouTube and search this, is I mean, you podcast. could do that too. But we, the idea is that we it's have too a, much. Do you think there's somebody much. out there that literally tops the full address? Like they are that picky. They're like, I'm topping. Okay. HTT well, so there's still people in this world that colon. they go to the Google search bar in Chrome and then they go Google.com. So maybe <laughs> I've seen it happen. I mean, kudos to you because that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, but those are the same people that get upset too. They're like, they changed the Google screen. I'm calling my son. He needs to put it back on the regular. I don't want this new one. Why is Maya Angelou at the top of the page? Google does the special things where it's like a special day and like that's what yeah. yeah yeah and it's I'm like just Ninja Turtle that was that, the joke. I I mean I I didn't I thought you said Michelangelo Maya Angelou. I thought you was talking about Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I thought you were talking about it's like Ninja Turtle Day, and they changed it to that, and you click on it, and like Michelangelo does like a, a kickflip. Famous the Google author, thing. animated turtles. I didn't know. Blind, blind, I everybody. Talking, I, I thought you were talking about Michelangelo, the Ninja Turtle. Ninja Turtle Day. They would have changed it to that. That is the greasiest thing you have ever said on this podcast. <laughs> But I'm serious. <laughs> That's the part that we're laughing at. <laughs> Buddy, I love you. I love you too. I just don't I don't get the joke. I okay. That's okay. <laughs> if you want to support the show, you can head to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Five bucks a month though gets you a bunch of bonus content, including the pregame chats, also including pours from the floor or sample irresistible. It depends on what time of the, the year. We're in or month, what I guess. Season it is. What season? We just started season Whatever three. Whatever we're feeling, you know. Yeah. yeah, we just started season three of Pours from the Floor, which is crazy. We had a really good one this week too. Uh-huh. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Yeah, but, but it's taterific. Yeah, it was probably like if you were comparing it to TV shows, it would probably have been like the midpoint where they like try to like make the big thing happen right at like episode like four and a half. Yeah, so. they're trying to like tease the yeah the big event yeah because uh, you know season threes you know they're hit or miss yeah some people may hate it some people may like it that could be the the turning point for when people decide whether or not they're yeah, gonna exactly keep watching yeah. well hopefully you keep watching right now 
because oh, we're so. about to do some flying blind, which is how we normally kick off episodes. We do. We get blinded by something by one of the co-hosts. Eric has provided the flying blind this week. I have. This uh, smells. I've already poured it for everybody. It smells like brown sugar and honey. You already smelled it. Yeah. Oh, that smells really good. It smells like waffles and confectionery sugar. Very funnel cakey. Very funnel cakey. Makes me want to go to a baseball game. I'm going to do a baseball game tomorrow. Are you? I got the box again. Oh, did you really? Hopefully the air conditioner's working. You might be in a different box well, if, we'll if that's the case. We're going to be camping. I know. I heard. Yeah. Not pulling out any additional notes on the on the nose that you guys haven't already listed, but it's 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 really good. It's really nice. It's just a very approachable nose. Yeah, I would say that's like waffle and honey. It's like instead of maple syrup on a waffle, it's like honey and waffle. Yeah, I do almost get that like ego kind of you know it's almost a frozen treat kind of thing. Yeah, what's too much on a waffle? This is a weird question, but like, what? It, where do you do find you fill it to be? every single slot with syrup? I think are we talking about too yes. much? Like, no, are we talking about too much? Like, you go to Pigeon Forge and like you go to the Pancake House and it, it's like, like you too many a, toppings. Too many toppings or too much syrup? No, too many toppings. I don't know if there is one because like I don't know thinking if about a, thinking about this, it makes me want to get a waffle, put you know that slab of butter on it. Yeah, that is stereotypical. Cover it in maple syrup, but also put honey on top of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are doing it wrong. What do you mean? I, I loved when I was at EKU waiting in line for that stupid waffle machine <laughs> and then just going over to the abomination of the, the Jif peanut butter left on the counter peanut and just, just slabbing it on there. But I think then, if you do peanut butter, you got to do bananas. You know, I did peanut butter and then occasionally like a little sprinkle of chocolate chips. I was very happy with that. Mm. Peanut like butter, bacon, and bananas on a waffle. Oh, peanut butter and bacon is so good. Ooh, I'm okay with that. It is so good. This is my waffle. It podcast. gets so savory. Oh, I would love. Can you imagine if there's we got a some... there's a Patreon idea. Oh yeah, yeah. We got a couple. So I'll, we'll talk about this real quick. Eric and I recorded a couple of uh, Patreon exclusive things that haven't come out yet, but one of them is alternate university. Yeah, and the other one is just wholesome. Yeah. I will say. Yeah. So. I didn't know we did wholesome here. We have to every now and then. <laughs> you gotta pay for it. <laughs> well, that's not entirely <laughs> true. <laughs> There's just a Patreon tier that says we get wholesome. <laughs> you you sign up for this tier and you only get the nice. Perry edits the whole episode in a way that nobody's ever offended. Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no bad vibes. Yeah. <laughs> good vibes. The good vibes only tier. We have a particularly bad week and it's like a 30 second episode. You click on it, it's just Perry going, I you know, I really tried. But I, instead of posting it's, nothing, I figured I'd give you an apology. Perry I'm sorry. It's the intro music, a really big sigh, and then the outro music. He <laughs> yeah. gets a full email that's like, you know, I signed up for that uh, wholesome tier, and Eric said Eric said fuck a little too many times. Yeah. And uh, I just want to know if you're going to edit it a little more wholesome. We did have somebody this week sign up for the Patreon that requested you send them the nuggets oh hell yeah i've been waiting to do that 
Have you heard about this? No. I'm so lost. Nuggets of what? Gold? Chicken? Chicken. Some McDonald's chicken nuggets. I said during Big Ass August, I said, if you sign up and you send Perry a message that says, I request the the mutant nugget meal, that I will send them a sample, but I'm going to put a full McDonald's nugget meal in the box as like as like the like shipping uh, beans and stuff like that. Only it's nuggets and fries just open. Just loose. Just loose, loose in a box. That's so chaotic. <laughs> That's so mute. But it's chaotic neutral. Like it's not hurting anybody. But they get a sample and I'll probably put in I will put in a a like ten dollar um, McDonald's gift card in there. Just so they can go and buy there you go. Buy a nugget meal that a good won't nugget make meal. them sick. That is going to be the yeah. most expensive shipping material. I've but you know what? <laughs> if somebody actually said, you know what, I'm going to request the it has, mutant nugget It has meal. been requested. I'm going what are you, for it. Are you going to like seal the box up with like the, the all tape? The, like syrup and then just like put it together until it becomes syrup. one? Yeah, like a McDonald's syrup you get in the morning. This is a chaotic episode. <laughs> When do you get syrup with the the number five or whatever ten piece nugget meal? Is it not the number seven anymore? I don't know. I don't know but I'm just saying you don't get syrup with your nugget. I just meal. feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna ship it McDonald's style, you got to use all McDonald's style things. Do you think that you could get syrup with a McNugget meal? I'm sure you could. You just ask them for it. It could be like <laughs> breakfast ends at you, ten, chicken and, and waffles. You show up at ten oh one, be like, let me get the syrup. So this is like a secret <laughs> hack: a a chicken and waffles from McDonald's. Actually, I would be really interested to see if I that. I guarantee they would go over and just grab you a syrup packet. I'm sure they would. I don't see any reason. Like it doesn't hurt them to. They probably charge you fifty cents. But but maybe guess, a dollar with inflation. But I guess you could show up at breakfast and you could get the. Thank you the for chicken. <laughs> I don't know what inflation means. Uh, <laughs> you get the chicken, chicken biscuit, but get get it substituted with um, the uh, what's the little pancake patties they use? You know, the McGriddle, McGriddle, McGriddle. Yeah, yeah. Chicken, I do that. McGriddle I've, and syrup. You dust on it. I've done that, but it, chicken like and waffles. I, but I do a McGriddle like with egg and cheese. Cheese. Hold your horses. I'm, I'm not holding my horses. I'm with him. That's disgusting. Oh. That's a but Jeez, that's an actual thing. On, that's a thing on the menu. I didn't just come up with that out of thin air. But why would you ever want cheese on a pancake? Because it's good. No, it's not. It's it complements the savoriness of the the egg and or sausage or bacon that is already on there. No, cheese on a McGriddle. That's blasphemy. Back me up. Back me up. Okay. Send us an email. This is my bourbon shop at gmail.com or tweet to us. Send me a DM, whatever, at my bourbon pod. Tell me I'm not wrong. Cheese on a, a syrup. Right. This is it our... is a thing on the menu. I... I didn't just come up with this. No, I get it. Like the, I'm sure they do a bacon, <laughs> egg, and cheese, but like no, I don't think anybody orders that. I do. <laughs> You're the only one. I am not the only yes, one. Yes, you are. I am not supplying enough demand to McDonald's frequently enough to where they are keeping it on the menu just for me. So if you if you get a big thing of pancakes... That's a supply and demand works, right? I supply and... <laughs> I don't know how they supply I demand, works. yeah. If you, get, if you make some pancakes... I supply the demand? Or whatever. And you get a side of bacon or sausage. Are you going to get a side of cheddar cheese on there too? Not necessarily. I'm not saying that it's not 
I get what you're saying. It's just the only context that makes sense is in the sandwich. And I also fully, like, I'm going to give you, like, 5% and then give him, like, 95%. That's disgusting, and you're an abomination for that. Like, that, (laughs) that is so... Just not. You guys it just are wrong. Doesn't sound good. You are no. so wrong. I You've never. Guarantee. Do not knock it until you have tried the it. The weirdest I get with a, a a piece of like cheese on something is I'm already weirded out a little bit on the fillet of fish, and then I'm just like, but it's okay, you know. And then yeah, I I'm I still usually, like scared of that. Yeah, one. but the fact that you're like putting syrup anywhere near it, I'm just I'm lost. Syrup and cheese. Can you imagine? Ugh. <sighs> Are what are we, we, dr- what are we drinking here? Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hyper hot takes. That's disgusting. <laughs> Early hyper hot takes. Hyper hot takes. You're both wrong. <laughs> all right. So, I think we all. I think we all enjoy this, right? Yeah, I stared into the camera for like two minutes and just blacked out during that. Okay, so before I, I reveal, <laughs> before I reveal, Perry may have to edit this. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. We we have never had to edit something like this out well, in the past this bottle is like one of those nda things so it would be us like if somebody wanted to quote us they would be like they said it was from this because i've only i only know where this is from based on certain people saying things. okay so it, if we cut anything out it's going to be on patreon main episode we'll cut it out that's what i'm Maybe. saying that's but what i'm go saying go ahead and say what it I is because it's it's this frank august Oh no no no! There's, there's there's no NDA around this now. It's Wilderness Trail. No, like I just asked and I said, "Can we say that?" No, it's an NDA. That's not. I've heard multiple people say it though. Everything, I like that. Everything. Yeah, I this really is, like this it. This is the Frank. Yeah, I love it too, and that's why I got it because I'd heard it's Wilderness Trail. I talked to what? today when I picked this up because I got it from Total Wine because I asked him, and he said it's an NDA, and they. Oh snap. That I guess cork is ridiculous. He said, he said Burpin Pursuit did their review of it, and they weren't. They said we're we can't say where it's from. Well, we're not doing a review. We haven't been sent a sample or anything. No, I don't. I don't. I'm just saying. Like, I don't know if we were allowed to say anything about it. I, I'm gonna just put it out there. I don't see any reason. Like, like nobody said. Okay, I'm just making sure we're doing it proper. And I'm taking a risk. Tastes an awful lot like Wilderness Trail. It really does, though. So it. I've heard that it's Wilderness Trail and it's bottled at Bardstown Bourbon Company. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I will say I, I like that a lot and I'm excited for more stuff from them because obviously they can yeah. pick a really good couple they of can barrels. Pick that. And this is sexy. It is very nice. It's a gorgeous bottle. And, and they've already listed a few new on the TTB uh, bottlings. Look, this back label has already got bubbles on it. There's no reason I can't pull that off and just use this for fucking like the a decanter. decanter for I sure. Mean, this is sexy. It really is. Ooh, bourbon. <laughs> I think we're gonna be okay. Okay. Because yeah. I think it's a it's like one of those worst kept secrets in in bourbon right now. I don't even remember who I heard well, it's it from. Just like the when first you get time. anything over ten years old and it says that it's from Tennessee and they're like, we can't say where. Yeah, but you know, you, you know where it's from. Frank August, it's a hundred proof. Whatever from Wilderness Trail. I'm gonna make this so that I can't edit it out. Bottled by Frank August, Bartstown, Kentucky. Just distilled and aged in Kentucky. A hundred proof. It's good. I mean, 
It's worth uh, $65, I think, is what I pay. Yeah, I think it is, too. And I think they even... Uh, they even put on the TTB filing. There's like a something in Mizunura finish that they're doing next. Yeah, I think we actually saw that a couple weeks ago. So that should be fun. I am down with this. I love the bottle. Really fun. I, I'm I'm all in on this bottle. All right, Flying Blind Part Two. How about oh, we just move on? Yeah. How's that sound? This was blind because I couldn't read. <laughs> couldn't read the link. Well, there's a there's not. A, there's uh, a good reason for that. I I think I know what it is. Even before you've actually tried it. Yeah. Ooh, I want to hear. I want to. I want a full guess. Go for it. Everything. I, guess I, the whole thing. I think it's that sixteen-year-old rye you tried last night. Oh, good guess. You are very. I know what this is. It's not. It doesn't nose like it though. But I, it. You guys seemed a little. I don't even know what was last night though. I was at work. <sighs> this guy. I will say this. It's not that. But now that I tasted, I know exactly what this is. Yeah. Oh, yep. I remember it. I remember from your guys' tasting notes. I forget what it is, but they he described it as just all like toffee and butterscotch and brownie. You're right on tasting notes, but we haven't had this on the podcast yet. I haven't said anything about oh, this. Oh, I thought you guys had this last night on the stream. No, I had, oh. this, I had this when me and Perry were just oh. talking about it privately. All right, tell me what it is. I thought it was no, Shane's stuff. No, you got to guess. You were so confident. That's what I, I guessed twice. What do guess you want from distillery. me? God, I don't know. This doesn't taste like anybody's stuff unless it's like it crazy actually, finish. It actually really doesn't, it though. Does I mean, you know. this was from Mitchell. Okay. This is the 16-year Four Roses. Oh, wow. The charity bottle. Yeah. We had a little bit when we recorded the extra stuff, and we saved the rest for you. You know, first of all, thank you, Mitchell. Uh, and second, this is unbelievably different. Yeah. Unbelievably different. It The first time that I had it, and it's opened up quite a bit since then, it reminded me a lot of the 20-year. I don't know if Twan... If Twan. 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 Swan got the Twan. I have not had the 20-year. This is so unbelievably viscous, and it has a weird, yeah. almost banana note towards the <gasps> end of the finish. I think I said that. I think you did, too. Yeah. yeah. Almost like a, almost like a fake banana, like a runt. Yeah. When you said that sixteen year, I was like, oh, he got it already. But it was in slow motion as you were saying it, and <laughs> it then did it have just some quickly, age to it. But I'm like, yeah. this doesn't have rye. I don't know how. How do you get a double barreled rye that that that, that tastes like this or smells like this? Here it is, the old dragon bones. 16, dragon bones. Sixteen year. Double-barreled, 148 proof rye. 148? Yeah. I can't do that today. Shit. I'm going to have to save that one. Yeah, we'll save it. 148 double-barreled rye. Yeah. Jeez. And it's called Dragon Bones? Yeah, it's a collaboration with Storytime and uh, Backbone Bourbon. I, I, I wish. Think, I think you should definitely save that for like when you have some just solid, like no kids, just Eric time to yeah. watch Dragon Ball Z. And then just have that. Fuck, right. That'd be cool. Hell yeah. That'd be cool. Live stream the whole thing and don't acknowledge a single comment. That's what I want. <laughs> I love not acknowledging a single comment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a little bit of housekeeping before we get to what we've been drinking. You guys actually were both on Under the Influencer from yeah. uh, Whiskey and My Wedding Ring, Mr. Yeah. David Levine, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that you guys both took monumentally different paths with your episodes, though. Yes. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. Swan rolled his eyes. <laughs> well, no, it's just okay. So, 
I didn't hardly talk about whiskey at all. David, for me, he was kind of curious about, you know, what it's like to be in the the industry from the retail side. Which, yeah, go ahead and make the joke. Were you in retail? Uh, yes. Were you in retail? I you was. were in retail? I was, yeah. And it, it's just, uh, it, he, he wanted to kind of know what that's like. Because there's a lot of stuff and misconceptions and truck days and whatnot that's just kind of like odd, you know? Yeah. He, he just had some questions about it. I was trying to help. That handoff was really smooth. I was like, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. That was like running a marathon. It's like we've been just together forever. In some ways, I feel like we have. Yeah, sorry, someone. In fairness, I probably should have waited for Chad to Venmo me the money for these before uh, I drank out of them. Care about that. I'll send you ten bucks. I'll pour, I'll, <laughs> I'll pour something in there. I'll add some water to it. Add some wood for double oak. Yeah, it'll be all right. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway, I, I can't wait for anyway. Any of this. You went the retail side of things. Yeah, he just had some questions about that, and then we also just talked about just drinking in general, and you know interest in bourbon and scotch and then we actually had the middle west we both had this bottle nice. we were like let's let's just talk about it so we did so it was a good time there you go i i didn't drink anything on there and i started talking about how i wanted to just talk about adult films and adult things and it checks be- out before we knew it he hadn't even <laughs> talked about pairing or anything and i was like well you know that's all the time that's left so i guess there's a part two coming yeah. Well, you were also on uh, the Embellished podcast. Yes. Too. Uh, with John. John Embellished Pod. Um, the video version is on YouTube right now, Embellished Pod on YouTube. I don't know when he puts those the audio of that on, but I... It's like we, Wednesdays, I think. We covered everything from tattoos, Disney, um, comic books, to me and Peggy No Stevens swearing up, so... I'll just leave it at that. I need both of you guys to just have like a boxing stance at each other and then just snack cakes in between. I think that I think Perry's setting that up right now. We're we're actually working on, and I haven't talked about this outside of our little chat group, but we are working on having a a pair-off, basically, between Eric and Peggy No Stevens. So... I'm pretty excited for it. Can I just like pitch something real quick? Go for it. I feel like what we should do is have five snack cakes for both of them. Give them access to like 50 whiskeys (laughs) and just let them try to pair the best thing for each of those five snack cakes. Then the judges will go through. Judges, me, you, and let's get like John... And involved since it's like, or maybe you know Chad and and all of us yeah, sit there Fred and minute. judge. The oh, pairings we could get Fred in on it and get, and judge the pairings and then see who has the best pairings between the two. We'll make it blind for the judges and we'll find out who made the best pairings. Peggy's like, you know, I rated the uh, Barstown Bourbon Company uh, vault, so like, good luck, Eric. <laughs> I'll be like, shit. Yeah. But I think it'd be an even Great. even playing ground if you had the same whiskeys. I think that's the important part. Right. I think it's the. I think that would be great. And also, I want to learn more from her about savory pairings and stuff like that. Like I, 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 I in all seriousness, like she fucking wrote a book about this stuff. Yeah. So I really think it would be fun to see her try snack cake pairings, and then I would like to see her say like, "Oh, we're gonna do this savory." you know, delicate 
treat with and and then mix us all and then we she does battle. escargot with bourbon yeah and i'm like, like hey, yeah, i don't what? know what that is I'm yeah just it's snails it'll be fun it would be it would be hilarious but also I'll, I'll, like I'll battle her all day long. well my idea for it is that we have three rounds we have savory we have sweet and then I uh, like it does keep it a little more fair. I see where you're going. Yeah, and then I'll like choose your own adventure. Choose your battle. <laughs> yeah, choose your weapon round. Ooh, a weapon? Well, that's essentially this what you're doing because you're trying to win. No, I'm like, yeah, I just But we want to do it like at Bardstown Bourbon Company. Yeah. You know, like set up in their whiskey library <sighs> or something. I just want to be able to go in there. I've not been in there yet. Me either. But I'm uh, we're we're gonna make this happen. I right. dream about that room one time. I just I've had a bunch of bourbon dreams recently. Well, it was just me just being uh, like I've seen I've so many dreams. pictures of that that room. I can kind of what huh huh? I've just seen so many pictures of that room. I can kind of picture myself in there, and I yeah. just remember going to Bardstown Bourbon Company and like the time that I went, I walked around and then just kind of being like, oh, I'm in this closet just full of whiskey. Like this is great. So the other day I had a dream that I won a bottle of Elmer T. Lee and it got delivered to me like via mail Mm -hmm. and it like came in this really nice display box and everything and I was really excited and it was less like you know I was excited to drink it and more just like I was happy to have it around because it's special at this point now and then you know you wake up and you're not really thinking about it and then something triggers it later in the day and I was over at Mitchell's Mm -hmm. And I looked up and I saw the bottle of Elmer T. Lee that he has unopened. And I go, man, I just got really bummed out because I remembered that I didn't have <laughs> that bottle that I dreamed I won. It was sad. I had a bottle of Elmer T. Lee and Rock Hill. And I gave it to my friend who's in the WWE. As a gift. For this is um, Baron Corbin. Baron, yeah. Yeah. Name dropping. Well, if you see him post about that, you know where he got the bottles. I don't even know if we're going to make... We have so much news to get to this week, but we I don't even know if we're going to get that far. I think because we, we just, have so much to talk about. Let's just lightning round it. Let's just... The news? Let's do it. Okay, sure. Let's do it. You I say got, it, we'll give some reactions. Even if it's an ooh, ah. I mean, I got to get there in a second because I do have to ask you guys what you've been drinking recently, too. You'd, you'd, uh, not bourbon. Um, That's Stag okay. Junior, go ahead. Stag Junior Batch 14. Um, I have been going down the rabbit hole. my pal, my homeboy. Yeah, it's my real. It's my sweet cheese. My good time boy. It's my good time boy. (laughs) I've been going down the... I didn't realize I had a Matt Berry until right now, but... Oh, it sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying a bunch of independent bottlings of scotch, and they've been great. That's really cool. Yeah, fun. Shut up. (laughs) I've, I've not had one yet that I've been like... I should bring this to the podcast. They would like this. Like it, so I've I've not I've not brought it. <laughs> Sorry. Is that it? That's it. That's okay. all I got. Okay. Right. I gotta bring up scotch and immediately stop talking about it. I've had a not a lot, but I've had some beer recently. Because we are getting into Oktoberfest season. Uh I had the I think it's pronounced Anger, Oktoberfest. It's it uh, maybe. I don't know. A Y A Y I N G E R. Yeah. So it's made in Germany. You know, so it's supposed to be an authentic Oktoberfest beer. 
unbelievably good. It's so light and just easily crushable. I mean, like it's going to get me in trouble. I think this Oktoberfest season because I just want a bunch of it. They make around like bomber style bottles of it too. Yeah, that's what I I drank out of last night. Yeah, actually. like the the larger like it's singles only. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna have to go get like four or five more of those at the very least. Yeah. Oh, maybe we could put them in the uh, the barrel too. <laughs> go for it. I would love to, to do, do that. something with that bourbon. We got to we got to dump the rest of the bourbon right out of there. Hey, you haven't had that yet, have you? Do I want to? Actually, it's I mean, it's worth the experience. Oh. That that sounds like it's bad and you just want me to try it. Would you it. Eric, would you mind doing that while we Yeah, I got to go pee anyway, so y'all just keep going. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll just I think we'll I just actually keep... have a uh one of those uh stoppers. What do you mean stoppers? I've got a funnel if you need it. Well, I thought I had those things that you stick the Stick it in there and pour it out like the wine stopper things. Oh, it's got one. Did I put one on there? No, it's got one. It came with it. The same one I used at the meetup? So, no, like you stick on the top of it and I oh, pour it out. Oh, right. No, yeah. I don't have that. I'll take care of it. Oh, okay. Um, but I also had the Founders Ultimate Oktoberfest, which oh. was an Oktoberfest beer finished in bourbon barrels. How was that? Unbelievable! It was so. It was Aha! so good. Look at you. Always prepared. Is that the same bag that you actually brought to the meetup weekend? Probably. It's not even one. Yeah. But I also I needed a little bit of time on my own the other day. <laughs> this is the worst episode of the podcast. This is the only way I wanted to go out. <laughs> like you're leaving forever again. <laughs> Um, but so I, I went out in our backyard and had a cigar and some bourbon and beer, but I had the Om Gang, O-M-M-E. Omegang. Omegang, rye barrel vanilla stout. I and uh, I, I paired it with a uh, an Old Forester single barrel barrel strength. Yeah, I gave you that one. Did you like it? The, the beer? Oh, yeah. yeah, it was amazing, yeah. dude. I'm in a, a stout mood right now. Yeah, that, for some well, reason. So I gave you that one last year around this time. Yeah, and it's been sitting for about that long. Yeah, so it's so, got some extra oomph behind it. it. And it, it certainly did. I yeah. I was asleep by 9.30 that night. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I was like, so we've been, we've been watching the new uh, Lord of the Rings show. Yeah. And Lucy and I have been like, oh, well, now we got to watch the, the movies over again because we haven't. We haven't done that in a while, and that's kind of... I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit more in Tips and Bits, but it was a big thing that... It was kind of the thing that brought us together when we started dating, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And, you know, we started going, oh, we need to we need to watch the movies again because we haven't seen them in a while. And that night... <laughs> I love Eric in the background just walking behind. You're on both screens, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. This is iconic. I don't, I don't even know what's happening this episode. Just let it happen. Yeah, I, I figured. Um, but like that night, I was I was tired, but I was like, "Do you you know? Do you want to start two towers?" She was like, "Are you sure? You look really tired." I was like, "No, I'll be fine." And she was like, getting ready for bed, and I am asleep in the bed for a solid like twenty minutes. 
and she like kind of hits my foot. She was like, "You good?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's let's watch it." And she was like, "Are you sure?" I was like, "No, you're right. I should probably go to sleep." It was a long day. It's tragic. It was a long, long day. Oh my god, the color on this! Ooh! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Look how dark that is! Holy crap! I'm just gonna pour a bunch in this, and then I think after the review, we'll uh, we'll we'll try this. That's probably a good idea. (laughs) It's gonna need to get some air. Here, do you want to put it in that uh, that little decanter? I just I figured I'll just hold it. I'm gonna need some air after this. Woohoo! I need some like oxygen. Color is insane. Doesn't smell good? Just go ahead and say, does it smell good or not? I'm not mad at it. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's a positive. I'll take that as a positive, for sure. I do love that we have this in uh, stereoscopic vision. <laughs> Eric's on two screens. I feel like one of those, like, uh, when Animal Planet does a documentary with animals on the eyes on the side of their head, and then they, like, do a camera angle that represents that all of a sudden, if you... <laughs> It feels you can like you can really see the color difference between. We need to do some work on the, <laughs> the video version next week so that this, the contrast is not so insane. Um. Out of control. Out of control. Yeah, we definitely cannot do a review. Um, After tasting that. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Kind of, that's All right. Sit there for a little bit. I'm excited. All right. You want me to start? If you want to. Fresh Bourbon Tasting Room opens downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah, okay, so I I kept this in the news because I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast before. I am actually the graphic designer for Fresh Bourbon. Have you had Fresh Bourbon? Yes. Okay. I actually like it. I don't hate it. I like it. It's really, really young. But it shows a lot of promise. And I think that's what's most important about it right now. Well, so if you look at just purely the stats on it, you're like, I shouldn't care for this. And I like it. And I think that's important. That really yeah. is. And it's uh, the people behind it are fantastic. Especially yeah. the graphic designer. He's okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's trying. So Sean and Tia Edwards are the, the force behind this. Um, really, really wonderful people. They initially started with uh, Hartfield & Co., Mm-hmm. in Paris, Kentucky. Um, they've kind of been moving around a little bit. I don't think I can talk too much about where they're actually aging some of their product. Um, but they, they've got a tasting room open in, in Lexington now. Kind of goes with this episode. <laughs> kind of does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Tia but, is so nice, too. I've met her on multiple occasions, and every time she's like, hey, how's it going, Sean? And I look down, I'm like, I'm not wearing my name tag. How does she know that? <laughs> <laughs> like, every time. That's really, really cool. Yeah. I actually saw her in Total Wine the other day. She's she's great. Nice. Town Branch has a new maple barrel stout finished bourbon out. Yes, they do. I actually saw it in their gift shop yesterday. I, I had a tour, and we it. finished out. At the, I have not. I've thought about picking it up because some of their finishings have been great because they're not afraid to get like lean into it like really heavy. And I know that this beer you tried, mm-hmm. and you thought it was pretty good, right? I thought it was okay. Yeah. I didn't like it nearly as much as Chad. Chad loved it. Loved it. This is my daily bourbon, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shut up. You look like him right now. Because I have a fucking eye infection, so I'm glad that he looks like somebody that has an eye infection. 
<laughs> Anyways, well, maple I'm going st- to try to get us a, <laughs> a sample of that if we can. Uh, if you if you don't, I will probably pick one up in the coming months. Okay, cool. Because it, it doesn't move very quick, a lot of their stuff, even though it should. Their, their single malt is, is fantastic. Buffalo Trace is auctioning off hand-painted bourbon bottles that represent all 50 states. No, it's just the glasses. God, I can't see anything right now. Just put your glasses on and get over yourself. I don't want to look like him. You're cooler than him because you can actually pull off the backwards hat. There we go. Okay. Oof. <laughs> I just look I like don't a, a I don't have a button-up shirt this to was, button up to the neck. Yeah. Each bottle starts at $75 in the auction, which runs through September 22nd, with all funds raised going to Keep America Beautiful, the largest community improvement organization in the United States. I dig this look. St. Cloud is doing something similar right now. Are they really? I didn't know that. They're not hand-painted, but they, they have oh, a painted look, a hand-painted yeah. look. Hmm. So they're they're cool. I do, I do like the aesthetic of it, so it's nice. You can check that out at Keep America Beautiful. I think that's just their website, right? Dot com? Uh, KAB.org. Cab. 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 All right. Don't, don't go there expecting to get a taxi. No. Does anybody get taxis anymore? I've seen some around, yeah. For real? Yeah, for oh. real. Saw one the other day. Do you want to take this one? Yeah. Angels Envy Bourbon Club ready to open in Cardinal Stadium. Uh, that's the only thing I'm seeing right now. <laughs> uh, so it's basically like. Oh my God! Four million. It's. I mean, hey, listen. Places like this, they're gonna bring in a lot of money. Yeah. Because you've already got like the convenience factor of like, where else are you gonna go inside those in inside of baseball stadiums? Yeah. Uh, so, but it, this is the baseball team. This is the football team. I was gonna say, is this? A, oh, this football, is in Louisville, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. For a second, I thought it was like, why are they going to St. Louis? I don't know. They can do what they want. Oh. So they announced that the recently sports. renovated Angels Envy Bourbon Club will open when the Cardinals kick off the 2022 football season in Cardinal Stadium so this is September not like, 16th. This isn't like the Woodford Room at like UK at Kroger Field. No, it's probably literally like that, except they're going to be doing cocktails and stuff. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I remember when I worked at uh, even just working at Rupp, like they, I, you would see like this giant cart that they had like. A gate all the way around they'd lock up and you'd see it going by and there'd be like blends and pappy and all sorts of stuff in there and you're like hey stop by stop stop by i'm selling t-shirts let me get some of that and it was it just hurt well if you're in louisville and you go to the ufl football games uh that's for you. I hope they have the Henderson there. That's the only thing i really like i love that cocktail they make oh, the yeah. Henderson. oh yeah, yeah that thing is so good Woodenville Moscatel finished straight bourbon whiskey. It's coming out. Joseph Brazo yes. is just already in line right now, right? Yes. I'm sure he is. Uh, it's Woodenville's fully mature flag- flagship, excuse me, straight bourbon whiskey. F- uh, what? Transferred into 10-year-old 200-gallon Moscatel day whatever barrels for finishing. Have you had it? The Moscatel? Yeah. No, I've not. It is so good. Maybe I have, actually. D- Joseph might have sent me. Patrick some. sent me a sample of this. It is far and away the best thing I've ever had from Woodenville. Wow. I don't know. That thing that uh, Joseph Brazo sent me that we paired with the... So there's an Armagnac finish that's also really good, what but I've not been one? able to try it. I don't. It wasn't that, but something else. You know what? <laughs> it might have been the Moscatel finish. Was it? Yeah. 
It is it is just amazing. There was a little run the there where a couple there. of the Seattle distilleries were actually getting a lot of Muscatel barrels to finish things in, and all of them were great. Like I know that there was a single cast nation uh, Muscatel finish from Westland that was also nice. really tasty. Interesting. We got a new release from Bardstown Bourbon Company. It is the second edition of the Chateau de la Ball. Collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Eric should just call it Chateau de la Batty. <laughs> Batty. Doesn't Chateau it look t- like that? Chateau though? de la Daddy. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Chateau de la Daddy, Daddy. 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 People were waiting in line for that way early this morning. They were. Uh, 10 year Tennessee bourbon, 12 year old Kentucky bourbon, and it's finished in Labouta Armagnac casks for 16 months. That's a long time. That's a long time. I think we're a little late, but I kind of want to see if we can get a <laughs> a sample of this for for review. One hundred seven proof, MSRP of one hundred and sixty dollars. Sounds about right. Uh, it looks like it's going to be spread across the Bardstown Bourbon Company gift shop retailers in twenty states and online at Sealbox.com. We talked about this briefly uh, a few weeks ago when we saw the TTB label for it, but the Takumi edition of Kentucky Owl, it is a collaboration with the uh, Japanese whiskey blender Yahisa Yusuke and any- John, John Ria, the Kentucky Owl uh, master blender. Is there any finishing at all, or is it just a it, blend? It's just them? a blend. I think it's like legit, right? Legit. Huh. Legit. Legit, yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Essentially, yeah, but that one was sherry cask finished, uh, slightly. They had some of the barrels <laughs> barely sherry cask finished and some not, and they blended them together. Yeah, uh, I think we're going to be getting a sample of this before too long. Nice. So we'll be able Ooh, to actually on. review it. Blend of four, five, six, and thirteen-year-old Kentucky straight bourbons with mash bills containing corn, rye, or wheat, and malted barley or grain. Love it. There we go. I mean, that's not uh, uncommon for Kentucky Owl. That was something they were doing a long time, even before, for a long time, excuse me, even before Dixon left. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be 100 proof and $150 per bottle. It's a lot of money. <laughs> it is. Well, we'll put it through its paces. Of course. There's a new online Berman Limited Members Club by the Fraser Museum in Louisville bourbon LTD we I think we touched on this not too long ago because we saw like a TTB label that yeah I think we did was it the the old not excuse me the the wilderness trail rye or something or it was something else have you seen one of these work long term um Marianne uh, Eves didn't do quite the thing that she was expecting to do with all that black series that she did and I've I've seen Flaviar, you know, on occasion do pretty well with some of these kind of deals and but outside of those, everything's popped up and it's just kind of been like, Oh, this is really cool and then some people do it and they're like, Yeah, it's not really worth the price. I guess when you put it that way, not really. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that people are so interested now in st- local stores that they trust with picks. Yeah. And influencers that they like and they trust their palate. 
it, yeah, and I think it also did sucks because you know whiskey. Well, actually, it's a good thing. It's a super informed customer base. So yeah. when you're like, I want to introduce you to this new cool whiskey. It's called Wild Turkey 101. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course they're gonna get more interesting stuff than that. They're gonna have a lot of like local smaller distilleries. But then you know once you start buying some of these really renowned brands and you've got some whiskey in your collection, you're like, everything's cool. I think I'm just going to stick with rare breed. I feel like it was just the same quality or better. Not yeah. to say that these this will be the same. You know, this could be the standout of the bunch, but that's I just haven't seen this style or this format work very well yet. Yeah. I think the format that works more is like Maker's Mark. Like they're doing like the DNA the whiskey drops kind like of thing. The yeah. Barrels and stuff like yeah, that. I could see that. So it looks like oh See, here's blue runs on there and wilderness trail. So it's limited to 5,000 spots. Those are four names that I would, I wouldn't be mad about having samples from or whatever they're doing. I do like that a little better because it's limited. They know that they're going to be able to have X amount of spots. And then on top of it, there's four distilleries that I actually care about. Because of everything I've had from Peerless from their gift shop, or I've had like a sample directly from them that they've curated, it's been fantastic. Just the regular shelf product has been hit or miss. So here's here's two things about this. Like I said, 5,000 seat limit, and there are 4,740 seats left. So maybe they need a little bit more publicity. I'm not sure. But each bottle... And there's no fee to join, but each bottle is $200. So you could be getting a four-year-old Wilderness Trail for $200. You can only pick one? Well, it depends on when they come out. Like, it's not a consistent, like, you have the option to to pick these up. Yeah, you get it sent sent to you. A couple times a year, a few times a year, you have the chance to, to pick one up. If you pass on picking it up, though, you lose your seat. So if there are people waiting in line, then they can fill that spot, essentially. The only thing I could see this being good for, genuinely, Mm -hmm. is the fact that Wilderness Trail could do exclusive offerings where they allow somebody to pick a six-year cast strength. Peerless could do an offering where they allow somebody to pick a six-year cast strength. Do you think that's going to happen, though? I don't know. That I would, would make. To, I would have to know that beforehand. Before See, I that's the thing: that. is there's so much mystery surrounding this club that it doesn't seem. And, and I mean, truth be told, there is no risk going into it because you're not paying anything up front. You're just kind of signing up for their mailing list, and then yeah. if you don't buy the bottle that they email you about, you get kicked off the mailing list. But if you don't know what's going to happen going into it, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it just it, it seems like a waste of time to if me. If I was told, like looking at Blue Run right there, and I know how much I like the four year stuff, if if it was like the high rye. Yeah, the high rye. Hey, there's a chance you're gonna get a five or six year old high rye blue run. I, I would be like, you know what? I'm tempted to uh, sign up for that. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know. I just take problem with the two that I know that are newer and the like oldest thing they could potentially put out is a six year and a 
probably another six years. Yeah, I don't think they're going to let. You're for that. Yeah, that, yeah, that's just rough, you know. But other than that, it's it's good. But if they're exclusive offerings, like I got the only cast strength six seven year wilderness trail that they've let leave the distillery, uh, that may be that may be worth it. You for know? me, somebody who loves uh, wilderness trail, like yeah, it may be worth it for that. Let's go through some TTB labels real quick before we get into our review. Can we skip the Starlight ones? Yes. Because they just finished stuff differently, which is great. And yeah. we just tried some of them in the pregame chats, and that's great. But, I mean, most people are, are actually pretty hip with Starlight for yeah, whatever exactly. reason. It seems like they do a really good job marketing that. Did we talk about this one last week? Uh, Parker's Heritage. The Double oh. Barrel. I think we missed it. I don't remember saying anything about it. Yeah, the double barrel blend, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 67% Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, aged 13 years, oh. and 33% Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, aged 15 years. Uh, I don't think we talked about that. I don't think we did either. 125 proof. Uh, I am so all I'm, over I'm this. this one. <laughs> I, want, I want this bottle so badly. Um, I think we missed it because we definitely talked about this Boone County, the Dalton Winery. Did we? Yeah, we did. So it's a winery, but it's finished in Anna liqueur casks? Yeah, we said, yeah, uh, we what? talked about this. Why Why would it be important that it's from a winery at that point? Well, I guess I don't know what Anna liqueur is. Liqueur? The well, Dalton Winery is one of the is, most prestigious and popular wineries in, in Israel. Uh, You're in retail? Yeah. You know what liqueur is? <laughs> the scat grapes. Oh, it's just going to be really sweet. Oh, okay. Well, I'm uh, I'm good then. Gosh, there's a lot of starlight though. Well, that's why I wanted to skip it. It's not that it's bad. It's not that they, but they just they do a seriously good job being all over Instagram. Like, yeah, I, no, I, you're right. Yeah. You're very right. Keeper's Heart, oh, American Rye Whiskey, bold character, ninety six. Wait, eighty six proof? Eighty six proof? Yes. Whew. I love this brand. Do you really? I love them. Really? They're so good. This is a fifty ml bottle. 50 ml. What is that, an airplane bottle? Pretty much. They're probably just going to be selling this one to the distillery then. I've yeah, been to the distillery. That's a shame. It's really nice. It's super good. Barrel bourbon, cast strength 34 batch. <laughs> I said a lot of words there. I didn't mean to at the same batch time. Batch 34. Batch 34, yeah. Uh, minimum of six years old, 114.62 proof. Distilled in Kentucky, Indiana, and Tennessee. Tennessee. I knew I was going to have it. Yeah. <laughs> Nulu Infinity Barrel. Blended bourbon whiskey. Chase commented on the post on what this is, but it's basically just like the last like six to 12 months of stuff that they've put out, and they've just blended it. There you go. Yeah, basically a blend of all the barrels we've brought in over the last 30 months, four-year weeded to eight-year 36%. Uh, we gotta find some of that for sure. I need a sample, for sure. One sixteen proof, or at least that's kind of the placeholder at the moment. And Jefferson's looks cool. I like this Jefferson's. Marianne McLean, one of the earliest documented women in American whiskey, arrested for moonshining and bootlegging. Oh hell yeah! In seventeen ninety nine. Let's go. <laughs> it's an LE. A uh, blend of straight bourbon whiskeys, 50%, 15-year-old, 20%, 11-year-old, 11% weeded double barrel. Holy moly, 11% rum cask finish, and 8% 15-year-old. That is the most... 15 or 13? 
13. Sorry. That is the most transparent thing I've ever seen I'm down from with that. Yeah. Way to go, uh, Jefferson's. That's a great that. step forward for me enjoying and wanting something from this brand. Yeah, I I want this one for sure. Mm-hmm. I want to give that a little like on Instagram. Give it a lot. Give sure. it a like. <laughs> Pre prohibition style. Straight bourbon. Oh, from Black Button? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't had anything from Black Button. I couldn't tell you. I've not heard good things about it, but oh. I could be, I could be very much wrong. I think that's about it. Unless you guys want to bring something no, up. No, a lot of them are smaller brands that just needed to, you know, go through the TTB process. But I mean, I probably won't see most of these hit yeah. anywhere near me. Yeah, it's weird the how the the TTB has kind of been recently that you just see, and I think we talked about this not too long ago. But you just see a bunch of labels that you don't know anything yeah. about. And typically it's just like sourced bourbon going into, you know, a, a pretty generic bottle. Or a finish or something but, like Yeah, that. exactly. Right. Yeah, poor Starlight. They must have somebody just employed just to put in TTB <laughs> filings. That's called a graphic designer. Because <laughs> yeah. that definitely falls under their, their uh, you know... I'm, wait, I'm waiting on job. like a snack cake finish from them because like the, I, I feel like they've been through every spirit finish. If they, I think you should try to find the ice wine that they did. Really, I think that would be very confectioner sugar. Yeah, we talked about that. Or uh, Tokai, anything oh, Tokai yeah. would be real confectioner sugar esque. I'm down. Like that uh, Penelope Tokai. Looks like Tokaji. Yeah, we had that at uh, me and Perry had that at Whiskey Weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I liked it a little more than Perry did. Yeah, because it's very sugary. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wasn't a big fan. I of I haven't it, seen any around here. Haven't at all. Yeah. Nope. There's some barrel products that are finished in Tokai. You can find them. They're really? private premiums or private selections oh, or whatever. Right. Yeah. With yeah, the yeah. blue. Yeah. A few of those are are finished in that, and there's some Scotch that's finished in it too. Not that. You would you would want that, but nah. it was literally called Tale of Cake. I'd try it from Glimmerangie. Nah, or Morangie or okay. whatever it is. You can buy me on it. Okay, you can. You're you gonna go. Tr- this is Scotch. You could trick me into it. <laughs> Great. Shall we move into this review? Ugh. Eric is just busting to open this bottle. My shorts got a little tighter. Um, yes. So this is a. Uh, a new release from one of my favorite places, Willet Distillery, and I don't know Willet, 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 Willet Distillery. <laughs> Patreon's getting that. We're cutting that one out. <laughs> what do you mean? It was so bad. It was so bad. Well, it's like Willet Taco, but Willet Distillery. All right. Look, fresh crack. <laughs> I get it. Thank you. Ah, uh, one of my favorite things is taking Good purple morning. foil and. Filling it apart. Ooh, look at that. Um, so, I've mentioned several times that I'm a big Willet fan. And it's been mentioned that I believe Perry is more on board than Swan. I don't Swan like straight it. up told me he does not like Willet products. And that's okay. I'm not mad at that. Um, but I'm pissed. I'm, I'm not, pissed. I'm not going to go on a rant or anything. I get it. And I've said it before. Some people like it. Some people don't. But I'm a fan. And the fact that this is an eight-year weeded blend. Of their own distillate, Of their own distillate. Yeah. And the fact that I've had single barrels of their weeded 
mash bill yeah. at five years that I would pay bukus of money for, this made me very happy. So I am looking oh so forward to trying this, and I have a lot of hopes and expect- oh, expectations for America. So the weird thing with me and Willet is I when I first started getting into whiskey, I actually really liked it. I thought it was amazing. I had quite a few bottlings from them that I really yeah. enjoyed, and then I kept going back to the same bottlings, and the longer I drank them, the more I disliked it. Oh, the color's nice. Mm-hmm. So I, I just got to the point where I was like, either their quality's declining, or I'm raising the bar for my expectations of whiskey. I don't, I don't know what's going on. So before we started... Me and Perry both talked about how much we love this bottle, and you were like, I don't know about it. It's different. I don't know. Here's this. I'm just, I I fall into the the Chad Perkins camp a little bit of, like, the tax stamp needs to be together. I like to kind of, like, wipe my bottles off and, like, put them on there, make them look good, and that's just a fingerprint uh, I mean, it, it's just a fingerprint thing. Like, but doesn't that look like over. something that you would kind of <laughs> leave on your shelf for a while, and that you wouldn't get a bunch of fingerprints on it? Like, and, and what I mean by that is that even if you do pick it up, your automatic reaction is like, "I gotta wipe this. I gotta wipe this off." Yeah, I mean, it's almost like the bartender thing where they're constantly wiping a glass. Yeah. Like, I would be yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, looking at my collection, I'm like, oh, let's go ahead and like, wipe this is this like down. an iPhone." <laughs> like you know, I will I'm like, say this looks good. The purple gonna, wax, yeah. I'm going to keep wiping and wiping it off to make it the fingerprints go away. So is is the will it foil the yeah, uh, the apple the apple of of bourbon? Maybe you you made a good point though. Like with every other bottling they've done, they've made a big effort to kind of make it classy. Yeah, like it, it does look classy. With the exception of the new pure Kentucky XO that just looks excited to see you. Have you seen those yet? Oh, yeah. The neck the of the bottle like... got, like, got like oh, so yeah, much that's longer. Right. So weird. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, like they all look good. That smells delicious. I don't hate the nose. By any stretch. Ugh. Does it remind you of a farm? No, for me, it's a little hot, but the nose is actually pretty nice. It reminds me of cinnamon rolls in a rickhouse. It smells like a fruitcake. It's got a lot of fruit, bright notes. But it. like the, the candied like fruitcake. Oh there is something about it that reminds me of going to like a, like a pumpkin patch farm in the fall. Yeah, there's there's this like fruit and like fall, but it's like kind of wood and like rickhouse like. I don't know. It's I don't know if they plan to release it at this time, but it is a fall smelling bourbon. Yeah. I can't get over that candied fruit element to it though. It's it's not bad. It's just it's in it's in your face. For me. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. There's the weeded bourbon. It's all up front. Dude, like, yeah, it's co- it's up front in the mid-palate. Like, my tongue is, like, 
getting a ton of stuff right now. I think it falls off by the time it gets towards the finish, the though. Finish like, flavor-wise. The finish is lacking. You get... This is almost the opposite. So, last week, I said the new Elijah Craig Barrel Proof hit me all in the finish. Yeah. This hits me all up front, and the finish is gone. Like, I, I don't know if I like that or hate that. Either way, like... There's a ton of flavor. It just doesn't last. I I feel like it makes a second loop on the finish. Like it yeah. kind of fades away and then it kind of has its like that, it it gains its second wind and then it goes almost like fruit punchy. Oh yeah. It's, it is uh, a very fruity bourbon all the way yeah. through. You've been a little bit quiet about this. How are you feeling about this one, Swan? Um, I, I think it's good. It's, I think it's kind of simple. I, the nose. I don't, yeah, I don't fully disagree with that. So I get like. Not even fully. I kinda, don't disagree with that. I, I get like the fruitcake thing just through and through. Nose, palate, finish is short. Um, I, I, I think the proof point is great. I think whoever decided it needed to be whatever proof this is did a really good job. Yeah. Um. That's probably Drew from. The, the master distiller. Yeah, uh, from the master distiller. Uh, but it's... From the table of the master... From the desk of the master from the distiller. Of the master I, distiller. I, do, I do like it um, more than I think I've, I've liked a lot of other Willet products. To me, this reminds me of a Dairy Queen banana split. Because every time I... S- go back to smell it or taste it it's like i'm going through a different layer it's like i get a little banana note in it but then there's like this chocolate note and then it's like i can't find the chocolate but there's like this like caramel or like strawberry note and then i go back and it's like i'm going through something that has different sections oh cream saver it does have that kind of element to it I'm yeah. getting a lot of strawberry cream savorish. Yeah, there's a there's sometimes I'm picking up a strawberry and like a whipped cream on it. Yeah, this is a this is a banana split for me. You know, I I gotta say I've gone just with this bottle alone. From, I can't understand why people have the love affair for Willet that they do. To I get it. I just understand that there's a this is not for me. I have the same thing usually with Four Roses. Like, I like Four Roses, but it's not like my, it's not my favorite thing. And there's this almost like nutty savory note. Like, I'm telling you, like, this reminds me of eating a Dairy Queen banana split with some nuts on top of it. Yeah, and that proof, I agree, that proof. It's perfect. It's it's perfect. And I think that's single-handedly the best thing about this whiskey. Yeah. With every sip, the, the finish kind of opens up a little bit more like you like perry was saying like it's like it starts creeping up like the second time around and stuff like that i try it with the cream saver i am i'm just i'm just wanting to like pour like so much more of that and i know how much i paid for it i don't know if i can do that oh Oh, pairing it with the cream saver. 
It's all of a sudden strawberry shortcake. Oh. Yeah, and it's got like a... Uh, and it's got... Uh, it's that... That fake... Like you buy that plastic... Like tube of like... Strawberry filling and you put it on a shortcake. Mm, mm-hmm. And it's like you're just putting strawberry filling all over that. Oh. I don't hate this. I think that the the price is way too high. <laughs> well, that's that's standard for most Willow products. I know, but if we put it like amongst other products on the market, it's almost offensive that it's two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, I mean, rare that's breed, Willa. a blend of six, eight, and twelve year old bourbon is fifty dollars a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, it I, is. I could not, but I will say I could not take a, I, I, I can't drink a thing of Rare Breed and say that I get 15 different flavors from it. I can't say it's a, I don't know. I'm not trying to defend it, but like when I drink Rare Breed, I'm, I'm talking while I got this candy in my mouth. Like Rare Breed, it's like I know exactly what I'm drinking and all that and like I don't go back to Rare Breed, like, each sip, and I'm like, oh, there's something more there. I don't know. I think there's just layers to this that put it a little bit above. I'm not defending the price. That's going to be definitely the lowest score. But I don't know. I think a weeded bourbon at eight years is kind of that sweet spot, eight to 12. And then you kind of it starts kind of getting a little oaky or a little... You have to really be precise on it when a, a weeded bourbon gets a little older or when a weeded bourbon is too young. So eight years, I think, is perfect. I agree with Swan. The proof is perfect. Price, no, I won't agree with that. Adding the adding the, the cream saver to this? Genius. It's really, it's really nice. So good. I've been saying this a lot since you joined the podcast, but this is what you've done to my brain. <laughs> I've made you perverted. Oh, Swan. Where are you going? My bad. I've got a... There's a bottle I got to compare to this. I'm going to go see if you've got one. If I've got one? Yeah. I know where it's at. I've been here before. <laughs> I don't know what's happening Chaos. right now. I thought maybe we were going to have to cut some of this out, but no, this is all for the sake of content. Chaos right now. Yeah. I truly don't know what he's going for. Oh, another weeded bourbon that's around the same age. That you don't have any left of. That we're about to kill a bottle of. Okay, let's do it. Do you have any 107? No, I don't. That's okay. Let's go for it. This was my hospital pour. This was picked by Dixon. This is... Okay, but... Hear me out here. I feel like if you were to pay for this on secondary, this would be roughly the same price, more or same price. Yeah, as you're this right, wallet. exactly. And so, and I've yet to see this on secondary anywhere. I have, and you've unanimously said that this stuff Perry is. Flips. You heard it first. Perfect at the proof. 
I didn't just, put it up on secondary. I just, I just saw it on secondary. I kid. I kid. Woo. I kid. You said that you, you really enjoyed the proof point, which we've made an argument that this is a really, really good proof point for this. Yeah. It's around the same age. It's weeded. And I think if you were to put this first retail at this at secondary, and honestly, this at secondary is considerably easier to find. I, I just, I'm curious. And I'm also doing this because I feel like there's a point to be made as far as how much Willet really has an originality to their profile that is divisive. Because I've yet to find somebody that doesn't like Weller Foolproof. Adam Terry. There you go. <laughs> well, he sent a whole he's barrel got back a, once. Yeah. I think his circumstance is a little different. I don't feel right taking the last this because I know what it was used for so <clears throat> alright sorry Eden sorry Eden I don't get to share this with her now oh I'm sorry I'm I didn't sorry. mean to do that no no I'd... no it's okay oh my I just... god it's okay I there I will st- be other bottles you still have that Russell's with Papa Ritter oh on yeah there. oh yeah I've got other bottles we could probably get another bottle of that Honestly, we know some people. You work your magic. We know some people. You work your magic. Are you going to say, and I'll work mine? And this is a competition. No. Oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm letting you work your magic. Okay. I will say they do not smell completely indifferent from each other. <sighs> They're no. both so good. But I think that they have this thing... Where if if I didn't know that they were from different distilleries, I would think that they might have been from the same one. There is this backbone of DNA that is so similar between the two of them on the nose. I think that's just the backbone of being two solid weeded products. Like done right. I I will give a little bit of the uh, of an edge to the Weller foolproof because I do think that it it has a little bit more roundness to it that the the Willet is missing. Well, I think It's the, like the Willet goes a little bit too grainy on the nose. I don't I don't get grainy, I get softer. I think the I think that little bit of proof really makes the Weller punch a little harder. I'm I'm with you on that. So I I think genuinely the the Willet drinks a little softer, a little more kind of well rounded as far as just how how flavorful it is without being like punchy. Yeah, uh, which is nice because you want bolder flavor, less ethanol. That's really the goal of going yeah. higher proof, and I think they do it just as good as as the Weller, if not better. My problem with it is I feel like I'm on a journey with the Weller. I feel like I get a nose, I get a palate, I get a finish. It develops the Willet. I feel like the nose and the palate are dead on. They are similar. They're fruitcake, they're confectioner's sugar, they're bright, they're sweet, they're a little chocolate. That's great. But it's the same on both. And then the finish is like non-existent. And that's yeah. that's great, but I've given that quality to whiskeys that are sixty dollars. I think the finish on the Willet is lacking on the first sip. I think you taste the Weller foolproof and you get a big finish up front. You go 
like we said before, as you go to the second sip of the Willet, like the finish starts opening up and it's like, here it comes. It's like, it takes a long time for this finish. And is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Usually I like a big finish right up front. Yeah. And the Weller Foolproof has that up front. The Willet is kind of like, here it comes. It's like a slow, a slow burn as opposed to the Weller that's right at you. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm good to start scoring it. I, I think I think you guys are going to... I'm going to be honest. I think you're going to score it significantly higher than I will. Let's review. Nose palette finish and price. Each category is out of five. Final score out of 20. Guys, nose on the Willet Black Bottle eight-year-old weeded bourbon. <laughs> 108 proof. Everything else. I give it a four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew this was how it's going to be. Yeah, I've I've had too many five year Willet products that I absolutely loved and everybody else hated. So I gave it a three. I was right in the middle. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I just don't like the nose. It it, it reminds me of the other Willet, like even non Willet branded products that are on the market. And and truth be told, I just don't like the. Like the old Bardstown bottling. I love that. I know you do, and and I, I feel really, really bad. Why? Because I don't give a crap. Okay. I mean, I said said this the other day on Justing. I don't care. No. Like we're all different. Like that's the point. Like there's going to be somebody that agrees with you. There's going to be somebody that agrees <laughs> maybe with me. That's why there's not five bottles on the shelf and just rows and rows and yeah. rows of them. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't care a bit. You never have to feel bad. Well, I gave the nose a two. That's fine. And I gave the palette a three. Okay. I also gave the palette a three. I gave it a 3.5. I like the nose a little bit better. Um, I think the palette is solid. Um, I do get some of that butter toast that I get from Willet, but like, there's also a little bit more strawberry chocolate. And my problem with this bottle is it takes a couple of sips to get all that. Like, I don't a, even think that's a problem. True. Yeah. I, mean, I guess I, when you're reviewing something, like you want to get that note up front, but like it's like I go back to this and I get note different notes each sip, and to some people that's probably a bad thing to other people that's probably a good thing so. I think that's actually an amazing thing because I mean think about it if you revisited this bottle you had an ounce every time you have 25 individual chances just on the pour alone to have a unique whiskey I, I, I don't think that's worth faulting yeah. a whiskey yeah. at all Yeah, um, I think that's actually uh, a, a, a good sign that oxidation can really play a factor in how good a whiskey becomes well and I, I mean I I look forward to be able to come back to this one. Yeah. You know, like I, I want to take that chance to, you know, say what, what's, what's changed about this over the you know past few months. But yeah, if if I were you, to be honest with you, I would see if I could find one of those bottles that has like a glass topper that really like seals, you know what I'm talking about? Like town branch does with theirs. I'd pour half of this in there. And then I'd leave the other half in this bottle because those don't oxidize yeah. hardly at all. 
and this is so unique. Yeah. And I think that if you don't, I, I don't, for whatever reason, I'm getting the feeling like this one's not going to open up well. And it should know. stay exactly how it is. Hmm. I don't know. Could just be, just, I don't know. It's it's different. Yeah. Uh, finish, I really don't like, just because it's so light and there's just not much going on. I gave it a 1.5. I gave it a 2. I gave it a 3. Only because I like that it opened up with each sip. Like it was like, I got a little bit of nuts and a little bit of banana and all that after each sip. But like it, it did, I'll admit it took a couple of sips for the finish to open up. So, but that was kind of unique to me. I gave it a three. So there you go. I think this is the, this is the part where, I mean, even I can't agree with price yeah i i will give it credit for being somewhat of a collector's piece i mean that is definitely going to be something that people see on a shelf in your whiskey collection and go what's that or i want uh, can i try that like i did yeah exactly Yeah. yeah yeah um from that perspective i mean that's a pretty approachable price. I mean, you're not paying like, you know, a couple thousand dollars just because right. it's in a nice crystal decanter bottle. Yeah. Yeah. And even still, I mean, you know, that whiskey that goes into that might not be eight years old. So. Call them out, why don't you? Yeah. Say the release. Yeah, Woodford Baccarat or whatever the crap. <laughs> Baccarat or whatever Baccarat. the crap. Yeah, I, like I don't that. know. Um, better whiskeys on the market, better values on the market, but I think that overall, considering, I'm, I'm not, it. I'm not overly upset about the price on this. Yeah. I wish that it were a little bit more affordable. Do I think that this needs to be eighty dollars a bottle? Not necessarily. I could see this pushing maybe one, one twenty-five. Yeah, but. It it's definitely not a two hundred fifty dollar bottle of, of bourbon. I'm giving it a one. Okay. Um, I'm being very generous. I think with the the price. Yeah, I mean the only thing that I'm giving it a one for and not a zero is the fact that it's it is very unique in flavor profile, and it's the first thing they've done in this bottle. It's going to be a collector's item. That's cool. But realistically, you've got larceny, you've got old fits. I'm sure at some point we'll have an eight-year weeded from Wilderness Trail that'll be half the price, if not less than half the price. Yeah. I mean, they can't even say, well, we're a craft distillery and we had overhead to pay. No, I mean, Wilderness Trail's a craft distillery too, and they've got overhead to pay, and they're yeah. still going to be able to come out with an eight-year yeah. for less than half the price. I I just don't get it. I think this is Willett's kind of scheme that they've had for a lot of their bottles. I mean, I've seen some of the 16-year-olds ones come in for like 1300 You know, I mean, they're expensive. They always are. Purple wax means expensive. I mean, I've known that ever since I've gotten to whiskey. Is like, if you really want something with purple wax, be prepared to pull out your wallet. Like, that is it. Or the foil at the top. But it, it's, it's just... It, it's difficult for me to justify... The price on this one, especially for it being, in my mind, just like mediocre plus. Um, I, I just, and again, this is, 
I, I'm not the target for this. They've got their audience that's already built. These are the guys that are going to wait out at the distillery that are going to be sending 15, 20 texts the second that it hits the TTB, that are going to be messaging every store owner from the second it hits the TTB about it every single week. I get it. They've got the audience. They're going to pay for it. It's not me. I don't like it. I, I think it's it's interesting. It's got a cool fruit note to it. Uh, I've had whiskey that have whiskeys that have been way way less and more available and probably on the shelf now for 35 bucks that I feel like have been of quality I think this blows it out of the water it's not a weeded bourbon though like I, I mean I get I get that it's an eight year I mean I don't know I'm at I'm 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 in the corner here because like you know, you know what I'm getting, a, I'm getting from you right now is because I am an older brother. I know when my little brother is upset with me. I'm not upset or like, with or like, or like kind of just like doesn't want to fully express the disappointment of a situation because they're trying to be quiet about it because they don't want to rock the boat. I don't feel like it's bad. I mean, one third of the people on the podcast really enjoyed it. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Because there's been whiskeys where all three of us have hated it. Yeah. Can you imagine if 33% of the people that tried the stuff enjoyed it versus 0%? (laughs) That's a big swing, you know? Like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, I gave it a... I would just say more for you, man. You got more to yourself. Well, that's true. I won't share it with anybody. That's not true. I will share it. I don't know. Like I just, I'm trying to also be defensive because I, I don't want to like just sit here and bash something that I, you I clearly came, like and are enjoying. And I, like I, I came into this though knowing that I was going to be the odd man out because I have, I would, I mean, there have been five year single barrel weeded Willets that I would pay more for this. Yeah. And I know that, and I know that, and it's like, to me, I think it has layers. I'm not going to say that the price is great, because it's not. Like, if this was $150, I'd probably buy three of them. Um, But, I don't know, I just enjoy that profile. Like, I enjoy, even on their bourbons, the buttered toast note, like, that's one of my favorite things. Like, I, even when I first started, like, actually, like diving into bourbons like the buttered toast thing and i get that a little bit here but i also like knowing the that obc weeder and the goodfellas weeder that i had that was five years like there's just these notes in there that i enjoyed and that i would pay more for so i gave it a three i mean and that's just probably a three based on what i like i mean if if I'm if I'm introducing this to somebody else that's never had it, like no, like I can't recommend them paying two hundred and fifty dollars for well, this. This is, I mean, that's the thing is, if you rated a five because you loved it, you could give this thing a twenty out of a twenty. No one yeah. cares. But that's yeah. the thing is, when people go in and they like, okay, I bought the last four bottles Eric recommended and I loved all of them, and then they buy the next last four bottles that I fell in love with, yeah. and they're like, I didn't really like the one Swan. I don't know what he's talking about. 
that's fine. The people listening to the podcast are going to go, everything Eric talks about and he loves, I'm buying that. I'm buying every bit of it. And that's fine. I don't fine. know if you want to say that, but like, like I'm, I'm the I tried funky the funky nerds. nerds yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking brother. Like, I'm not offended or Holy. anything like that. Like, but I feel like this is like one of those, like, I knew when we were getting ready to view this, I was like, I'm probably going to be the odd man out on this. Falling into the vacuum of Willet products. I mean, it, I think that I I would probably score it a little bit higher just if I only was focused on their bottlings. Yeah. And I, I've tried to just be as objective as possible comparing it to, you know, the wider market. But that's also just my own bias. Yeah. You know, so. I don't know. I think if you put this at $150, it's a 17 out of 20. Swan brings up a good point. Very quietly, but he brings up a good point. I just we have three larceny barrel proofs in front of us. Well, so. I only know one of them is good. So, okay, two of them are good. One of them is great. <laughs> no, one of them's the best of them, and it's better than all of the Lodge Craig. But like that that B batch is amazing. Yeah, but the, other- the C batch is still really good. It's just yeah. not as good as the B. Yeah, but it's not anything that I would bend I, over backwards to get. This is the end of the podcast, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm it feels done. it feels just it feels like, no no no, it feels like we're <laughs> No we're like, dissenting into disagreement that we can never no, recover from. Like it's not like that. <laughs> it's totally fine. Swan, do you do you have to move? <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I'm I kidding. Have, I have to move. I'm kidding. I'm just playing. Like, but like, still, like, I don't know. I'm I th- done. I think I'm having done. multiple people on here with very different profiles is huge because there's going to be people that side with Eric, and there's going to yeah. be people that side with you, and then there's going to be people that are like, I also drink scotch, and that's cool that Swan does that. Yeah, it's fine. It's totally fine. I think that's that's perfect, actually. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Didn't see, even hurt that bad, so you don't the, have to tell mom. It's fine. See on the back, I'll hit myself. In the backyard. It's a big backyard. No. I can I can run around for a long time before I get tired. <laughs> it's a divisive I'm not bottle. Mad that I it is that. it is divisive. It's divisive. Please try it before you you decide to jump on it unless you know Willet is just something you love. I think yeah. if you enjoy Willet products and you know that you're going to pay that much, you're not going to feel bad about yeah, this. Yeah, for sure. If you're somebody that's like, you know what? I'm ready to like I'm ready to give in to the hop and all that. And you get this, you're probably going to be a little disappointed. Yeah. Um, ask for a sample, ask to share a bottle or something like that. If you're a fan, if you were already a fan, like I can't, I can't like, it's hard for me to go into this without saying that I enjoyed younger yeah. weeded Willet products. Yeah. That were just as much. I, I, I think you should just you should just try it before you buy it with this one. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a extremely divisive one that's probably gonna end up on some people's top twenty list and there's some people are gonna think it's the most it's the biggest disappointment of the year. It's gonna be all over the place. Where where does this fall for you in your top ten? It's in the top ten. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Compared to what we've had so far. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably put the Larceny B batch above this in that top ten. Um, I might wind up putting this in my honorable mentions this year. 
Yeah. That's good enough for me. Okay. <laughs> That's that being said, I gave it a nine out of twenty. I did also give it a nine out of twenty. I gave it a fucking thirteen something, so I'm just gonna bottle chug it right now. I'm just gonna finish it all that would you be know really, really fun to see. No, i i just have a weird feeling that's gonna oxidize weird and get kind of like once it air, gets some air to it it's not gonna be the same so maybe it is one that you're just like you know what i bought this just after my birthday i'm gonna finish it in two yeah weeks. this is my birthday yeah. present and then just just go for it i don't think there's any reason to wait if you Fuck like me. it that much right now go for it just go for it hire get, get a babysitter in there and just drink the whole thing buddy don't be self-deprecating now. <laughs> my the, the, my guy sitting next to me said, just get a babysitter and just chug the whole thing. <laughs> just go how for am it. I supposed to, how am I supposed to like react to that? Just have a great time. <laughs> Do you think your wife would like this bottle? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably the only one that likes this bottle right now. You're just so mad about it. I feel so bad. I just, I'm not going to lie, but it's I don't want anybody thing. to feel bad. Yeah. I'm just saying, like. Can we compare it to the He's like the holding Weller bottle. It. He's holding it like a little baby. <laughs> I am holding it like a little baby. Because I paid a lot of money for this. But I also didn't give it a good score on the money. So, I mean, yeah. They're not dissimilar. No, they're not. I mean, put it next to it. Isn't it, like, taller? Is it taller? Yes. <laughs> it's taller. I'm yeah, just... like I said, I get the little brother vibes from <laughs> from one of them. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. And we... I think we should probably move into high proof hot takes if we have any. No, we're gonna we're gonna drink that <laughs> that barrel <laughs> stuff that we pulled out of the oh, barrel. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That instead of the I high proof hot this, takes. I pulled out this limestone branch. Rye, the 100% rye. Too. Well, let's do the the barrel. Let's do it. I'm. I, we got to try that. Yeah. You know this has Willen in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Limestone branch. What? <laughs> Tell them about this blend, Perry. Sir Martin Spice. I love that. Tell them about it. God, that's dark. Okay, listen. Uh, so. <laughs> I love Willet products. I'm sorry. I didn't give this a great score, but the fact that my buddy beside me said you should probably get a babysitter and chug it does not make me feel great. Okay, it kind of, it kind of, it it touches a little bit in the back of the neck. Okay, I'm like the finish. But so we had this infinity barrel sitting for a while, and the blend of it was rare breed. Yeah. And a Willet single barrel. Eight year rye. Yeah. Just drink it out of the yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. Oh, it's so barrely. And it's been sitting in this this <laughs> this barrel for a long time now. But at the, at the time of the tasting, this was two the weeks. Fa- the favorite. Yeah. Out of most of the stuff. And there was an Elijah Craig 18 in there. <laughs> It smells like a shoe store. <laughs> Doesn't it though? Like the, the leather of, like a, of a shoe store. Yeah. It smells like cotton to me. Like cotton and like Nikes. Oh no. That we gotta dump that right now. 
Wow. That's bad. Oh, wow. That is so infinitely bad. Oh, wait. Finish. <laughs> it's like the palette's fine, and then everything is just downhill. Nope. Nope. I'm not. No. That's awful. I'm going to keep that. That is mothballs and your grandma's basement. I love my grandma. Um, <laughs> uh, there's something on that finish uh, that I really Oh, like. I hate that. Mm. I'm not finishing that. Here. Here, you can just... Dude, I love the finish on this. You know, I'm sorry. I don't even like that a little bit. Honestly, yeah, I could see that, on that being day. good in... Like if you if you had a barbecue recipe that needed bourbon, and it was like it was just like an overwhelming kind of flavor. The after after finish is not good. No, nothing about it is good. <laughs> if I could just stop it from finishing, it keeps finishing. Uh, like this is a bukkake right now. Like, like in the beginning, we're really gonna get into that now. Yeah, no, in the beginning it's okay, but then like I'm just done after like the third finish. Like whoa. The third finish, stop. Yeah, stop. Like, you stop at the first finish. Like, oh, God. Mm-mm. I'm going to finish this in something. I'm going to take the rest of this, and I'm going to finish it in Go a for it. cake. Just going to finish this in fudge rounds. Yeah. Whoo, baby. Oh, awful. Ugh. Yeah, well, let's, the color's nice. Yeah, let's dump the rest of it though. I'm not. I'm dumping it right into something. What I'm if it gets home. better? It's not going to. I'm going to finish it in something that gets better. I'm going to blind you both on it. Okay. I just don't want any more of it as it stands right now. All right. I really don't like that. <laughs> Somebody get us out of here. We have to do tips and bits. Hmm. Tips and bits. I don't even know if I have any. <laughs> don't listen to me. <laughs> um, I watched uh, The Samaritan on Amazon Prime. Which How, is, how'd you like it? It was so bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just like that, will it? This <laughs> so bad. Okay. 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 Just leaning into it a little, you know. I don't think anybody said this is so bad when you said the review. No, I didn't. I've had worse reviews literally since I've been back. Yeah, I know you have. I listened before I was in on this podcast. I know what you do. He just really hit me with a, I know more than you do. Yeah, you, yeah. No. (laughs) I've I've said I've listened. I know you're really bad. Uh, You know who we are. You know, this just hit me. Um, The... The younger brothers of Jimmy Jr. from Bob's Burgers. God. That's who we are. Possibly. And he's Jimmy Jr. Yeah. <laughs> the Samaritan. Not Sylvester good. Stallone. Superhero movie. Not good. Not bad. If you have young kids that want to watch a superhero movie, they're probably... I thought you said it was bad. Not good. Not bad. Not great. Neutral. Neutral. Okay. If you're a nine-year-old child, if that makes sense. Okay. I just don't feel like 
he should be making. Super um, I think well, no, he has the fake Italian teeth. the Italian stallion. I think he has fake teeth in it, and mm-hmm. the and the de aging CGI flashback looks like a video game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's basically a superhero hey, movie. Yeah. It's a superhero <laughs> movie <laughs> about two twins that land on Earth. One supposedly bad, one supposedly good. And there's Can a little. We even ki- put this episode out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, we can. We should. It's better it's than another bunch of episode. Vecna editing. So we're gonna see. We're gonna see what you got, boy. I want to see what I did with that there. Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting last week a copyright claim for the Defenders of the Earth theme. Because you played like. 30 seconds of it? We didn't get anything. Okay. Well, it was can, completely clear. You can do whatever you want then. That's not true. Um, <laughs> if you have little kids and you want to watch a superhero movie, that's not great, but they're going to enjoy it. Watch The Samaritan. Otherwise, skip it if it's just you watching a uh, made-for-Amazon-Prime movie. So, skip it. I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay. Um. Tips and bits for me. I went back and rewatched uh, all the Harry Potter movies and just been going through basically everything HBO Max. Has Wait, to really? Offer. Yeah, oh, I did that recently for um, the first time. Yeah, <laughs> you rewatched them for the first well, time. Well, so I watched okay, I'm all of them and cry in the bathroom. I watched so. all of them except for the first one because the first one, like, kind of takes you out of the immersion a little bit when you see them in the in the Quidditch scenes. <laughs> But I would I would just seriously recommend just like rewatching a, a a series. Like I also did it with the Divergent series. I did that too. Rewatched all those. Yeah, uh, those were actually pretty good. I think that one was kind of hard to follow because they changed the name of it. It wasn't like Divergent one, two, and three. It was like Divergent Allegiant and something else. Right. <laughs> and so I, I watched all those again. Uh, and I, I've just been I've just been having a good time like rewatching like full series of things. Um, and so I, I've been doing that and just pouring some stuff and honestly like the Middle West stuff that I've been trying I've tried three things from now them now and all of them have actually been pretty good so uh, tips and bits uh, usually does not include whiskey but seriously I would, no, yeah I would I would really recommend checking out some of the Middle West stuff I, I could see my I could see some people being like absolute fanboys of it in the near future and like really pressing for it and even then like when I heard about this it was because of somebody really gushing over it so I, I would watch some watch some uh, video series again like the full movie series of something just like back to back or you know try to stay up for two towers and watch and then all the Lord of the Rings fall stuff. asleep very quickly yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to very quickly uh do mine because i think it's going to be funny for us to start wrapping up before eric gets back mm-hmm. um but the new lord of the rings tv show on amazon is so good i love it so much um it reminds me a lot of the the peter jackson movie he's my good time boy a sweet cheese. Sweet cheese. We didn't make it. That's all right. Um, but it, it 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 just feels like it is in that same world 
that the the Jackson movies were created in, and I know that they're not like a hundred percent accurate to the books and whatnot, but they are still so enjoyable and rewatchable. And I, Two Towers is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think you're hitting on some of the same things I was hitting on. It's just really nice to like immerse yourself in a universe. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. And instead Absolutely. of, because I mean, that's what everybody's loved about Marvel. Please bottle chug that. That's what I, <laughs> Did you get a babysitter? So good. Help. That's a good bottle joke, I'll be honest. Help. Help. It's just nice to immerse yourself in the universe. Yeah, like it's all it. I know it is. But um I really do enjoy the the new Lord of the Rings movie or show, whatever. Let's get out of here. We're we're all anyway. Eric, bring us home. I don't want to. Okay. Swan, bring us home. I'm not doing. I'm it. just playing. I'll bring us home. Give me a. You second. don't have to. No, I want to. That's my thing. Like, I want to make sure I'm still part of this podcast. So you're not going to not be a part of it. You're going to kick me off. I can feel I'm it. not going to. You are. Please don't. I like listening to it when I'm not here. I'm just playing. I I like this Willet so. Even though nobody else. I'm just playing. Uh, if you want to uh, support the show, and um, send me treats that will make me happy, and send stuff to Perry that will make him not kick me off the show for having a broken palate. Um, you can support the show on <laughs> just play. I'm just playing. I'm so glad I sat some pours out this um, episode. You can support the show on. Oh, okay. I saw that. I said it was a good call and a good idea that he set out some pours. <laughs> I did. Oh, okay. I thought you said good call. Like it's two, it's two ten on a Friday I afternoon. Know. So, ah, Patreon slash My Bourbon Podcast for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show, and at five dollars, you get all the bonus content: pours from the floor, sample irresistible, the new shit that we're putting out. Um, it's just it's a dollar. Um, you probably got that under your rug right now. If you lift up your rug as you're listening to this, you'll probably find four quarters. Um, so support the show. Uh, if you want to send an email to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com, uh, you can ask a question, uh, ask us to review something, send us uh, something to review or pair. This is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. If you want some merch, bourbonshop.threadless.com or whiskeymutant.shopify.com. Swan, do you have a merch store? I, I don't. That's what I thought. Um, if you want to leave a barrel ring segment where we listen to your voicemail and reply to you on the air, that's your easiest way to get on the show. 859-428-8253. Then on all social media, you can follow the show at mybourbonpod.com. At P Ritter seventeen ninety two, at Swan T B fucking F. 
That's no, don't put the fucking in there. It's just Swan TBF. He's the oh, bourbon finder. One of us um, might bend stuff. And then if you want to swallow me, swallow me. <laughs> if you want to follow me. <laughs> yeah. At Whiskey Mutant on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that stuff. And then follow the show on YouTube. I mean, I said it. Uh, if you want Eric to swallow... That's a whole different Patreon. A McGriddle with cheese. Oh, fuck no. No? Yes. Yes, yes. $100 pledge right now. (laughs) No, we got to do it. Look, it's not that bad. And I'll finish it with this will it out here. All right, sure. Uh, yeah. Send us a message when you sign no, up for just, the Patreon. Just sign up and send them. I don't care if it's the dollar tier. Eric, Cheese McGriddle, finish with will it eight year that he paid full price for. I want one so bad right now. Um, you're a psycho. Um, I'll do it. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll pour it over it too. All right. All right. Where are we at? Oh, YouTube. <laughs> Follow the show on YouTube. Perry Goes Live every Thursday night. It's the worst episode eight. ever. Why? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's, it's not you. It, I feel like it is me. Um, follow the show on YouTube. Perry Goes Live every Thursday at 8. I join him every couple of months when I'm off work. Swan, he's in the chat. You can talk to Swan in the chat. Um, and then just like subscribe to the show on whatever you use leave a review we'll read your five star review we'll leave your one star review we don't care we got a new patreon you're right we do have a new patron this week yeah i saw my kroger it <laughs> well it's brandon ennels yeah i saw him at kroger what well how did you convince him to uh Support the show. It was in the bakery section. He had already got some meat from the meat section. Oh, okay. So he was looking around, and I said, man, you look like a guy that likes bourbon. And I said, um, you should listen to the podcast. And he said, you know what? I do like bourbon. Uh, I said, what are, you, what are you trying to make over there? And he was trying to make some pulled pork sandwiches. And I was like, listen, grab some of those Hawaiian rolls over there. Then smoke your pork butt for about seven hours. Add a little barbecue sauce, add a little bourbon to it, and thank me later. And he did. He thanked me later. And he said, you know what? I joined joined the Patreon. Mm. He said, I want to get all that sweet content. All the shit that nobody else hears. And he did. And here we are. And he mailed me one of his Swiss roll pork sandwiches three days later still good well here's <laughs> three days later still good well here's the thing about brandon too he asked for the mutant mcnugget meal when he signed up for oh. the patreon well he's gonna get it so go he's back a few episodes if you don't know about that and you will find out that if you sign up oh, at basically any tier it. now which is stupid I think on no, our part no no, no. alright well no. regardless it's smart I you get, <laughs> you get, you get day old nuggets Brandon's gonna get some you always get a sample very true very very you true. can choose to eat the nuggets and the fries three days old whether you like it or not but the sample's yeah. gonna be okay you know what 
first person who the first person who does that after sorry. No, I'm gonna send I'm gonna send this I'm gonna send this to him too. The next person after him gets a sample of this too. Okay. <laughs> I think we need to get out of here. Why? That'd probably be wise. I think it's Why? probably for the best that we end this episode. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, I'm Perry. I'm Swan. I'm Eric. I like um, I like this this bottle. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, my palate's broken. I love you all. And this is Eric. And this is my broken podcast. <laughs>